Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Good afternoon, Steelers Nation. How we doing? Well, that's good. Wesley Euler with you here solo today on the Steelers Blitz. And I do got to say, I wish Motsi was here today. I loved the first hour of the show. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I came in here with a loose plan for today. And that was to start with talking about Mike Tomlin and see where things went. And I think this has gone very well. Good conversations on the phone calls. We'll get back to those in a minute. A lot of you making good points on Twitter as well, too. I will get to your tweets in this hour at Wesley Euler at um, it's almost said at the body 52 as well. Yeah, you know, you can tweet Motsi as well. Let him know your thoughts as well, too. Maybe he's listening out there. I do wish Motsi was here for this fun show today. I've appreciated you guys. It's been good conversation. We're going to keep that rolling here. I, you know, if you joined us late, if maybe you missed the start, the kind of the, the tone setter at the top of the hour at, at high noon here on SNR and ESPN Pittsburgh, I I don't even know if you would want to call it a, I, I launched a defense of Mike Tomlin. That might be putting it a little too extreme, but just a a question about patience for Mike Tomlin through four games of the season. There's been valid points uh, by a lot of our callers, valid points by many of you on Twitter, and we're going to continue rolling forward with that conversation here. I will do best of the West at some point in the second hour because I promised it to you, and I can't go back on my word, but I love this. I had a couple other things planned for the show today. I'm just going to... That was me trying to mimic the sound of ripping a piece of paper. I'm just going to rip the rip the script of the show in half, and we'll keep going with the reaction here. We'll keep going with this conversation. Let's go out to California. Knows how to party. Kevin is on the line out on the West Coast. What's up, Kevin? <laughs> hey, first off, thank you for taking my call. Of course. Thanks for calling. Love the show. Love everything on SNR. It gets me out here in California through my time of being a Pittsburgh Steeler fan because you know, everything's West Coast. So sure. I absolutely love it. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate that. Um, back to Tomlin, longtime Steeler fan. I love Coach Tomlin. Uh, the only downfall I've ever had with Coach Tomlin and maybe other coaches too is we always play down to lesser opponents or what I feel are lesser opponents. The team never seems to be ready. So at what point is that? Yeah, the Steelers as players, professional, they got to have the gumption to go out there and play but the coaches have to get them there. And that, that, that's only my biggest concern if you're talking about, no, I don't believe firing Coach Tomlin's the answer. Uh, yes, the o offensive coordinator is a big, 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 big question mark. Um, those are just my quick thoughts. Sure. And, Kevin, I, I, I do understand what you're saying. The, the one thing I would say to you, though, is I, I agree. It seems, like to, it seems like the Steelers do lose games that they shouldn't lose – more more often than we would like to see, right? I will say though the one thing, and this is one of those times where I, I wish Moats was on the show too. You know, the guy who spent a, spent a decade in the NFL. You, you got to be careful with that as well too, because it is the National Football League. There's no Kevin. Do you have a, do you have a college football team that you root for by chance? Uh, typically OU or Georgia. 
Okay. OU as an Oklahoma, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so sooner. like in the NFL, right? Like when when Oklahoma plays Tulsa, right? I mean, they're going to roll them. The final score is going to be 55 to 14, something like that, right? There's a massive sure. gap in talent and resources and coaching staff and all that stuff. That's just not the case in the National Football League. Yes, there's there's cur- there's clearly a hierarchy of teams, right, without a doubt. But even the worst team in the NFL is a lot closer to the best team in the NFL, I think, than we like to admit. So that's that would be my only rebuttal to that. I agree with you that there's been – there's been too many instances of losing to teams where you feel like you should have been able to claim victory. I just always hesitate with the play down to competition thing. Cause you know, it's not, it's not Penn state playing Duquesne. You know what I mean? This, it, it, it is still the national football league, but I certainly agree with what you're saying. Um, and partner, we're going to, we're going to see how it plays out here over the last 13 games. Uh, it's, it's, it's got to pick up. <laughs> it's, it, it's got it. Something obviously has to change, or there's going to be a change made. So, um, but again, I appreciate the show. Keep it going. Thank you, Kevin. And, I, uh, I hope we, I hope we, uh, we, you know, we bring you comfort and a, and a sense of, uh, you know, a sense of Pittsburgh <laughs> out there in California, partner. Oh, oh yeah, you definitely do. Take care, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again, Kevin, out in California. Be out in California in a couple weeks. Should have asked him if he wants to meet up in L.A. Yut Vo tweets me. Y-U-T-V-O. Yut Vo tweets me. This is a first-time tweeter, I think. Welcome to the party, pal. Said, I was afraid to turn on the radio, then I heard you. I had to ask, who are you and what have you done with Pittsburgh hosts? You are pro Mike Tomlin. That's good. Here's my wish. I wish Pittsburgh would have a Twilight Zone moment. They will see the kaleidoscope. (laughs) Some good references there. Uh, Then they will wake up and find themselves as the Detroit Lions. Listen, I don't. I, I, I do like Mike Tomlin, and I do think he's a head coach. I don't want to make this seem like an, the apologist show because I'm on, the, I'm on Mr. Rooney's radio station, and this is the Steelers radio network. There have been fair criticisms laid out, I think, by me and by the callers throughout this, what, first 70 minutes of this two-hour program today. All that, to, to get back to where we started, my... I guess, thesis of this show on Wednesday, October 4th, the year of our Lord 2023, is that I'm just not ready to close the book or end the chapter or render any final verdict after just four games. And I know it's the NFL. Listen, you only get 17 games a year. It's not baseball where you get 162 of them things. It's not hockey or basketball where if your team loses and plays bad on a Tuesday, ah, well, who cares? You got another chance on Thursday to go back out there and get right. We comb through every NFL game. We dissect every play, every coaching decision, every all-22 angle and view like, like no other sport. And that's why I bleep and love football, man, because every game means so much. Yeah, Pirates might lo- The Pirates at one point this year, they were 20-8, and eight, and then they lost like 20 straight games, and then they got really hot at the end of the season. The Penguins do that all the time. They'll, they'll, the Penguins will win 12 straight games, and then they'll lose seven straight games. In the NFL, every game has magnitude. Every game feels and is important, and that's why we love the sport. It can be hard sometimes to say, you know, patience, let this thing play out because it is such a short season with such little opportunity compared to, to, to every other sport. We, we spend all off season. We, we talk about, I go to the combine in Indianapolis for a week, every February, right? And we do, 
seven hours or whatever it is of live radio here on SNR from Radio Row at the Combine because how much we love football and our draft coverage and our OTAs and minicamp and training camp. We love football. And it's, it's a sport that never goes away around the calendar. That's part of why we love it. But what we really love are the games, and we only get 17 of those a year. So I get it. And I do not want this to become the apologist show. Maybe just the nuance and the patient show. <laughs> it's the better way to put it. Let's go down to Myron, deep in the heart of Texas. What's up, Myron? Hey, what's up, bro? You know, you said it. You took words out of my mouth when you say you're not ready to give it up at the four games. Now, a lot of these people that call in, I listen to them. I've been watching football since the 70s. I don't just watch. I'm not just a fan. I know the game. This Pittsburgh, through their rebuilding stage, has not had a losing season. We're still, in a sense, we're rebuilding. This team has a lot of new pieces that still have yet to gel. They're treating Kenny like he's a seasoned veteran, like he should just come in and light it up in his second year. Okay, when Ben stepped on, Ben had a seasoned team. He was the only missing piece. Hmm. That's the difference. Ben didn't happen until 2004. The defense was solid. Okay, that's why he stepped in. We we got everything out of that defense. And 2010 was the last year. And I think Ben underwhelmed in that Super Bowl as well as who was our uh, coordinator at the time? Ken, uh, Arian. Or Arians. Arians. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Ken yeah. wasn't hunting then. Arians. Made, yeah. 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 Arians made some bad calls in that 2010 Super Bowl that could have went different, too, because Antonio Brown was benched and leaned uh, Randall L. Really? But anyway, I don't want to go in there. I get it. I get it. It's four games in the season. Mike Tomlin still dealing with a bunch of new pieces on a new team, and you guys are ready to get rid of Tomlin and this. They're not going to win right now. If you look at who's winning Super Bowls right now, you're looking at teams that are winning that has been bad teams for a long time. It's about – I'm happy for Detroit. It's about damn time that they let a coach come in and actually yeah. coach that They team. haven't won a playoff it, game since 93, Myron. I, it, I, wouldn't, it, exactly. I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind seeing the Lions finally have some postseason I, success. I would not mind either if the Lions was the win. Uh, also, like I said, Rams have won. They've been bad for a long time. Yep. Yep. Philly have won. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, you know, the Patriots, they're not going to win again. Brady's gone. They're done. Uh, so, man, we see what's happening. That team, we're not them. But give it a rest, people. It's four freaking games. We got a lot of new pieces. By the time they gel, we're probably going to look pretty good. But give it a rest, man. Give it a rest. Give Kenny a chance. Yes, this is second season. Usually the sophomore season is is rough on a lot of, you know, they call sure. it the um, – Sophomore slump yeah, for sophomore a reason, season. right? Yeah, exactly. And he's having that. But you know what? I think he'll get it together. I think we'll be okay. They just got to have some freaking patience. My goodness. I like it, Myron. And, you know, Josh Allen was a guy who had a sophomore slump, and a lot of people in Buffalo wanted to write him off as well, too. And I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is the pure talent that Josh Allen is, all right? I want to make sure I preface that. But you're right. No, I I get you. It's the hardest thing. The hardest thing to do as a football fan is be patient. Again, because you only have 17 games. It's not basketball. It's not baseball. There's not 80-some games, 160-some games. It's hard to be patient. But I, I, I think at a time like this, you have to have a little wait and see in you. Um, for, for, you know, I think an organization and a head coach that, that, has, that has earned that. Myron, thanks for the call, partner. You're welcome. Down in Texas. Myron laying it down. 
Wallace tweets me and says, one thing the Fire Tomlin crowd needs to realize is the grass isn't always greener on the other side. The Bears Bears fired Lovey Smith after going 10-6 and six because they thought it was an underachievement. They haven't had a winning season since. I think that's right. right? Maybe one winning season since. Wallace says, I don't think they've had a winning season since. I don't. I don't know. They've either had zero or one. The Browns fired Belichick. Did he amount to anything afterwards? What have the Browns done since? Yeah, there's a balance there. There absolutely is. When someone's underperforming for a stretch, there should be questions about their job. It's a it's a competitive industry. It's an industry where wins and losses, where results matter. It's like a sales job, right? You're, you don't you don't meet your sales quota they're probably going to replace you and find somebody else. It's like my job as well, too. I'm in a performance-based industry. If I'm not doing a good enough job, if enough of you aren't listening, they're going to find, they're going to find a new Euler to come in here and, and, and do a better job. Get those numbers up. Pump those ratings up. Those are rookie numbers in this racket. I'm just, and again, we, we will have this conversation. We can have the bigger picture conversations when the season's over. Right now, I'm still looking at a team that if they beat Baltimore at home on Sunday, something that might not seem uh, <laughs> might not seem likely, but I certainly don't think is unreasonable, will be first place in the division heading into the bye week. Sinister tweets me and says, this isn't just about the first four games of the season. It's been going on for years. Stop it already. Again, we... We sinister, maybe you just joined us, and, and you know maybe you caught me being in an apologist moment here. We, we've talked about these shortcomings. We've talked about the slow starts. Too uh, other than twenty twenty, the slow starts that have been a problem for a long time. We've talked about how maybe the loyalty and the patience and the continuity has become too much of an obsession and something that they need to move off of. My only point is, I'm letting this thing play out. I'm not calling for Mike Tomlin's head after four games. When, again, particularly you win on Sunday at home, 1 o'clock, North Shore, Armageddon, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, you're in first bleeping place in the division. 412-919-1316. I'm going to get, we got a lot of tweets. I promise you I'm going to get to those here as we roll along. Let's go to CR, Steeler Nation, out in Chicago on the phone lines here before we get to some tweets. What's up, CR? Well, well, well. Mr. Hey, you might be, you might be in in the, in the booth by yourself, brother, but you never are alone. I know it. I know it. Uh, number two, real quick. Hey, what's them two little still house, man? You ain't nothing about them. Put a smile on your face. Talk about them for a second. Uh, so wait, you broke up there for a second. You, you ask about my daughters? Yeah. Yeah, CR, it's a lot of fun. Uh, my my, our, our our oldest will be uh, two years old next week. Actually, youngest is uh is almost five months here. I'm sure I know CR. You and I are friends on social media. I think you probably saw some. We had family pictures taken the other day, so I posted some pictures. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm blessed, man. I you know I've I've been married to my wife for seven years. We met in college. You know we've been together for for twelve or thirteen years. Um, we've got two beautiful, healthy little girls now. Um, and it had, maybe that's part of the reason why I'm being so so. A glass half full here. You know, I, just, I got I got a lot to smile about. Cr, I'm I'm very blessed for sure, and so I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, brother, I appreciate you. Hey, let's, uh, uh, number one, the Steelers at two and two are 500 team. They won two games by combined nine points. They lost two games by a combined number of a whopping seven points. 
what has still in is the ugliness of and of that negative deferential of thirty eight points. That's about sure. Come on, sure. we all upset and been out of shape. Now people talk about all oh, this. We'll do this and do that. We are fans. Oh, you I want them to win. You break it up on me a little bit. See, are you there? Okay, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, now? I got you. I got you. Okay. Year two, but that's that's impossible, man. Uh, that's not going to happen. The only team that I know of was the Miami Dolphins. the 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 uh, The Patriots had a chance to do that, but they got stopped by the Giants. So that's the way it is. For fifty years, man. Just go with the. There's nothing I do as a fan. You got to remember that these people took a twenty-five hundred dollar investment and turn it into a $4 billion business <laughs> than any other team in the NFL. CR, I'm losing, I'm, I'm, hey. I'm, I'm losing you, partner. You're breaking up on me. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Like- I'm going to say this. Yeah, go I'm going to say this. And maybe, I can get, maybe I can get this out. There are 31 other teams in the NFL. Choose one of them. <laughs> CR with the hammer. Buddy, I appreciate it. I, I got to let you go. I did hear that part, but we're getting some, some bad connection. But I'll say it for you in the meantime, in between time. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Listen, and again, I fans are – fan is short for fanatic. I am not telling anybody not to be upset. I am not telling anybody to be content or complacent. That's why you're fans, particularly of the Pittsburgh Steelers, an organization – that has had a lot more success historically than than most of the organizations in the National Football League. I want us to be Yankees fans. I want us to be Lakers fans. I want us to be Alabama football fans. I want us to be Kansas or Kentucky basketball fans and expect to win every single year. That's what I want. I just think that there's nuance in there, too. Like Mike tweets me and says, it's not four games. It's a full two seasons plus the first quarter of the third season under Matt Canada, why do you think anything will be different? Has the offense been anything other than bottom third in the league or worse? Under it, under Canada, you keep saying be patient. It's the definition of insanity. Mike, I'm not talking about Matt Canada, man. We've done a lot of that. We've done enough of that. This is a, this is a Mike Tomlin conversation today. We can have the Matt Canada conversation tomorrow if you want. We talked about it on Monday a little bit with Moats. We can do that again on tomorrow. And I know it can be hard to separate the two, without a doubt. I'm not Because Mike Tomlin is the head coach. And again, when you're the head coach... Everything that happens, is it falls at your feet. You are the head coach. The coordinators, the position coaches, the training staff, the practice squad, the grounds crew, whatever. You, you've, got the, you've got the power overall. You're, you are the head coach. So I, I get it in that regard, Mike. I do. But this whole conversation, this whole show today started about the people that are screaming and calling for Mike Tomlin's head after four games. That's it. And I don't think it's the definition of insanity thing to want to at least let a guy who's been here for 17 years get the benefit of the doubt to play this season out. If it's another eight or nine win season, and all of a sudden, you know, it feels like things are stale and it's just time to make a change, then that's fine. We'll have that conversation in January. That's really just my thesis of today. That's it. I came in here a little honked off. Not a lot honked off, just a little honked off. 
about how many people, and again, I, I need to preface this again real quick before we go to break. Not necessarily about the media in this town, because that's their job. The media in this town, it's, 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 to, it's to get clicks, it's to get interest, it's to get listeners. I've never wanted to be in that realm. I'm fortunate here to have a job and to have employers where they let us do things a little bit differently. We don't have to make outrageous statements to try and attract attention. We just try and do good radio. We just try and do a good, fair show. And that includes criticism. No doubt. It ain't all sunshine and rainbows. But there's, there's man, there's a lot of fans who have had a lot of good times. And I realize the results in the postseason have not been what they needed to be over the last decade. I ain't denying that at all. I'm sure within the walls of the Steeler organization, they would tell you the same. But four games, as we just now enter the month of October, when there's still three months left in this season, I I, I just want to give Mike Tomlin the benefit of the doubt in that regard that I'm willing to let these last 13 games play out. That's all. Big Ron tweets and says, Mike Tomlin has not been perfect, but this year I can't say that everything is his fault. He's not the one blowing coverages. He's not the one missing wide open wide receivers. He's not the one messing up their blocks. Yeah, but, and again, again, he's the head coach. So when you're the head coach, everything falls at your feet. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. That, I'm, I'm not trying to absolve him from that. I'm just willing to give him a little benefit of the doubt to get those things moving in the right direction. That's all. You guys know where to get me on the phone lines, on Twitter. If you want to get involved with the show, more of your reaction. Best of the West here. we got about 35 minutes left before i got to get out here. So get it all out now, baby. Because this has been a lot of fun, and it's going to continue on the other side. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitzing on a Wednesday, just Euler, no Motes. If you missed it at the top of the hour, my housekeeping announcement. Uh, Motes, he's out for the rest of the week. He's got some stuff to attend to. He's just fine, uh, but you'll just have me for the rest of the week. We are now full speed ahead with our synchronized uh, Thursday shows as well too so every thursday i know there's been some back and forth there's been some thursdays where it's just been the show in podcast form but we will be live on steelers nation radio and 970 espn all the way live turned to the max these go to 11 uh, on thursdays at noon as well now too i'm gonna get back to the phone calls in just a minute hang on with me there if you uh are uh, hanging on hold. I will get to you before the show is done. We'll do a little best of the West as well, too. Some tweets now, though, because we have gotten a billion, gazillion, fulfillion tweets. And I love it. Like, I didn't know where this show was going to go today. I opened with my Mike Tomlin monologue. I had some other things planned in case, you know, you guys weren't picking up what I was putting down. But we've been running with this all day because the reaction, the conversation, the back and forth, great points made on both sides. And that's what I think this is all about. I try and be a little bit of a different voice for you people in this city. 
Uh, a lot of people in this city, it's it's the new wave of, of media and attention and clickbait and let's say outlandish things and let's bury people and let's call people idiots and let's call for people's jobs and let's call people frauds and let's call people busts and all these different things. That's fine. And that works for a lot of people. But I try and maybe zig while everybody else is zagging here. And I think it's going all right today. We'll see here. There's still another half an hour in the show. Donald tweets me and says, the criticism of Tomlin is fine, but when fans say he doesn't care anymore or isn't smart enough to coach, that's nonsense and not hard to translate what is really meant. The guy's a professional football coach, great communicator, and deserves more. No one is free of criticism. There's not a single head coach. I mean, I don't look at Bill Belichick now, right? For so long, he was the consensus greatest NFL coach of all time. Now people are like, man, this guy stinks. He can't win without Tom Brady. It's a fickle business, man. It's a really fickle business, head coaching. In any sport, but particularly in the NFL, again, where the sample size is so small and the margin of, of, of victory and defeat is so thin. You, you play one bad postseason game and you're out. That's it. It's not, you know, you guys know I'm a big Penguins fan. I'm a big hockey fan. The Penguins have won Stanley Cups where they've lost, you know, 10 games in the playoffs. But as long as you're winning four out of every seven, you're moving on to the next round. It's tough in the NFL, man. It's it's not easy. And that's where I come down to. I realize things have not been good enough lately. And I, like I said, I, I think within those walls of the of the Rooney Sports Complex, they'd be telling you the same thing. I've just got a little more patience to let this season play out. And I, I worry about whenever we get, let, let's say this real quick before I jump back into the tweets. Whenever we inevitably get to the end of the Mike Tomlin era, right? Because, I mean, that's that's just life. Whether it's this year, whether it's another two or three years, whether it's another ten years. What, the Mike Tomlin era in Pittsburgh will end eventually, like everything in life. And when that happens, what's it look like for the next guy? Is it you've got three or four years to win a Super Bowl, and if not, that's not up to the standard, and we're sick of mediocrity and, and move on to the next coach? Or what if the next coach wins a Super Bowl in year four, but then we're in year 10 and they haven't won a second one? There, there's just got to be. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting at the risk of, of being way too redundant, but I love the expectations that we have here. I love the passion that we have here. That's why we have Steelers Nation Radio. There's only a handful of teams in the NFL that have their own radio station, and the Steelers are one of them. And you people right now, yeah, you people, you're the reason why. Your passion is the reason why. Your expectations are the reason why. And I love that. I'm never going to knock that. I just think there's nuance in there as well, too. That's all, and that's just kind of the conversation I'm trying to navigate today. Annie tweets me and says, could Mike Tomlin have said anything at yesterday's press conference to appease the angry mob of pitchfork-waving villagers? Also, how has traveling with the team changed your perspective? I don't know if traveling with the team has changed my perspective that much. I just, I'm fortunate to be able to hop on the team plane instead of having to fly commercially. It's, it's a much quicker and easier and streamlined process. Uh, I mean, yeah. Coach T could have said Matt Canada stinks and we're firing him. I mean, that's that's the only thing that that I think would have changed the tone of of everybody from yesterday. Maybe he could have said, I'm stepping down, and a lot of you would have been happy. It's also a press conference. If you were expecting him to go in there and really shake things up, I don't think you've been paying attention to Mike Tomlin for the last 17 years. Steeler Cop tweets and says a lot of Steeler Nation believe Kenny 
uh, was a reach after Big Ben retired. 19 teams passed on him in what was a weak quarterback class. What's your opinion? My opinion at the time, Steeler Cop, was that the Steelers thought that they had a roster that could continue to win games. And Kenny Pickett was the most NFL-ready quarterback coming out of that class, which I still think to be true. And that they wouldn't have to take a step back as an organization, that they could keep that thing humming, right? Continue to to win games and contend for division titles and, and playoffs and all those things. I would also be remiss if, you know, it, there's a little added pressure there when it's the guy who's right next door to you that, that, that leads Pitt to their best season in 40 years since Dan Marino was the quarterback of Pitt, another guy that, or, or I should say a guy that the Steelers got criticized for passing on in the draft. I don't know how much, I don't know if that played... A percent in it. I don't know if that was part of the equation at all, but I think I would at least be remiss not to throw it in there as a possibility. But they knew Kenny Pickett, or at least they better have known Kenny Pickett as well as any player they've ever scouted. From his relationship with Matt Canada, which goes back to his high school days when Canada recruited him at Pitt. For those of you who don't know, Kenny Pickett from New Jersey, right, not far from Philadelphia, was originally committed to Temple when he was in high school to play football. Matt Canada, along with some others on the Pitt coaching staff, obviously, convinced him to flip his commitment from Temple to Pitt. So, so there was clearly a huge body of work there from his relationship next door, from all the, uh, the, the, the relationships that the Steelers had to discuss to see him more than anybody else. His relationship with the offensive coordinator, I think that all played a factor in it. But I also, with Kenny, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm not high on Kenny right now. I don't think he's in the best situation, but I also think that there's been a lot of plays out there that, that, that he's left. Another thing, though, that I think 13 more games and we'll have a much better answer to. At Wesley Euler on Twitter, by the way, is where you get at me. Wallace tweets and says, I'm with you, Wes. Good thing most of these fans weren't alive when Chuck Knoll started out and Terry Bradshaw started playing. Team would have never won a Super Bowl if those types of fans had their way. Listen, a lot of people wanted Bill Cowher fired after that 6-10 and 10 season, right? And the Steelers went 15-1 and one to the AFC Championship game the next year and then won the Super Bowl the following year. That doesn't mean that that's the way it's always going to be. That doesn't mean that you have to let Mike Tomlin coach forever because eventually he's going to figure it out and we've seen this fish before. It's it's just context for nuance in this whole conversation. TJ tweets and says, Wes, keep preaching. There's 25 to 30 other teams that would try and scoop Tomlin the minute that he was on the market, and I'd love to hear uh, those fans thinking their team will suddenly start winning Super Bowls. Listen, I I struggle with that. Because just because, and I think you're right, TJ, a bunch of other teams would love to hire Mike Tomlin, that doesn't necessarily make him bulletproof here in Pittsburgh. That doesn't mean that, you know, it's it's a forever contract and, um, you know, he's like a a, a politician. What is it? Senator? I don't know a ton about politics. Senators, right, that can have lifetime terms, I think it is. Maybe not. I don't know. Like the Mitch McConnells and Nancy Pelosi's of the world who served for 50 years. It doesn't mean it has to be like that. But I do think, again, it just affords him the ability to have a whole season before we call for his head. Bill tweets, I'm not here to bury Tomlin, but I am tired of hearing that never had a losing season. That should not be our standard, and it seems it has become. Yes, I expect more better than nine or eight wins. That's mediocre. That's not the Steelers. I agree with you, Bill, and I think they would too. But I did say at the beginning of the show how it's – it's only Steelers fans who use that never losing season thing as a punchline. Because 
we have such a high standard. And I do think for the majority of his tenure, Mike Tomlin contributed to that standard. Again, recently, the results haven't been there, and that's fair to point out. And they will tell you the same thing, I think, down within the confines of the complex. But I do walk a fine line with that never had a losing season thing because I know it can go the other direction. I know a lot of other teams in the NFL don't scoff at that. And I know that that is part of the reason why we have such high expectations in Pittsburgh because we've never known what it's like to get to Thanksgiving and have your season over all right. Well, we have, but it's been a really bleeping long time since Halloween and Thanksgiving have rolled around and the Steelers have already been out of the equation. That's part of the standard as well, too, of always playing meaningful football games down the stretch. Josh said I'm all about giving Mike Tomlin the rest of the year. He's a great coach, great role model. With that said, we cannot be embarrassed every other week. I think there's more talent on this team, and they have the ability to execute. It needs to be done. Absolutely. And that's part of it, too. CR was kind of pointing this out on the phone lines when when his phone connection was dying on me. If the Steelers would have lost to the Niners by a touchdown and would have lost to the Texans by a field goal, I think the tone's a little bit different. Now, that's not the case. That's the reality. Me tweets, me. For those of you young to remember, from 98 to 2003, the Steelers missed the playoffs four times in six years. Cordell, or sorry, Cower was blasted for inconsistencies, for Cordell, for his coordinators, for Gilbride, for Tim Lewis, et cetera, but eventually turned it, out, turned it around. And again, I, at some point, patience and continuity and doing things the way you've always done them is a double-edged sword. And maybe we're starting to reach that point. I'm not naive enough to completely dismiss that. I am, again, just waiting to see how it plays out over the course of these next 13 games. Maybe we're not going to do best of the West today. Maybe I did lie. Taking my final break here. One more phone call to get to on the other side. A couple more tweets. We'll see the time that we have. But I want to continue this conversation. I I, I want you guys um, to get it off your chest as Arthur Motes would say. This has been a really fun show today. We'll wrap it up on the other side. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. I feel like Willy Wonka. So much to do and so little time. We got about eight or nine minutes left here in the show. We're going to try and touch them all. Some tweets, some final thoughts. Maybe I'll even sneak in best of the West here to close us down on the phone lines today. Let's go back down 79 to almost heaven. We heard from Jake in Morgantown earlier. Now we got John in Morgantown on the line. Talk to me, John. Hey, what's up, Wes? How are you doing? Good, Thanks partner. How about you? Call. Of course. I'm doing, doing well. Um, there's an old song by William Devon from the 70s that goes, be thankful for what you got. I think that's what we need to be with Tom. Uh, this is a young team a young offense, they're going to make mistakes. Um, it's kind of like in 2014, that team, I think they stubbed their toe against Tampa early in the season. They came back and made it to the playoffs. Throughout the season, who knows what's going to happen. Might go good, might go bad, but I'm going to ride with Tomlin. I think he can correct the ship. Yeah, and j- as for Matt Canada, no, you know, sometimes his calls on offense are questionable, but there are also other calls. You see, that'll work. Players just didn't execute it, so I don't think that we should be hitting the panic button yet. 
I think there's a balance there, John, and I think you're right. And I tell you what, this Sunday against Baltimore will tell me a lot. They have to look better. They have to take a step forward. The offense has to score some points against a good Baltimore defense to get some momentum, to get some positivity heading into the bye week. If they don't, then maybe it's time to shake that tree a little bit that you have two weeks and some time to breathe. I'm I'm just I'm with you. I'm still waiting and seeing. I'm not pleased. I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied. Oh yeah, none of. I mean, I, none of the fans. Yeah, pleased, but I'm right? I'm I'm still I'm still yeah. leaning towards wait and see, partner. I am. John, great stuff as always, buddy. Great to hear from you. Thanks for taking the time and go ears, baby. Hey, thanks. Let's go ears, man. There they are, my guys down in Morgantown. All right. Tweets to close us down here today. A couple more to get to. We'll see how we can do this thing here. Katie tweets me. What's up, Katie? We haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, agree with all your Tomlin takes. I don't doubt him. I do doubt Matt Canada. I think we're uh, with him till the end of the year, but does uh, not making any changes on who is calling plays or what plays are being called hinders Ken- hinder Kenny's development. That's another one of those deb- double-edged swords, Katie. Is because right now I think a lot of the stuff that they are doing is hindering Kenny's development. I also see the other side of that, which is you don't want to do the Baker Mayfield thing to Kenny Pickett, right? And you don't want to every single year give him a new offensive coordinator and a new head coach. Baker Mayfield looks okay now down in Tampa. You know, he had that time with Sean McVay to reset a little bit. Now he's got some more continuity in Tampa. I I think, I again, I... It's got to start this week against Baltimore, and there's got to be noticeable improvement from Kenny in the offense down the stretch in the last 13 games. If that doesn't happen, heads need to roll, without a doubt. I I just I also too know how hard it is for quarterbacks to to consistent. Let's change the play caller. Let's change the quarterback coach. Let's change the offensive coordinator. That doesn't tend to work out too often either. A lot of times in season as well. But with all that being said, starting this week and in the last 13 games, there has to be noticeable improvement or everything is on the chopping block. Linda tweets and says, uh, the Steelers don't mind releasing or cutting players when they're not performing, but what about coaches? Why are coaches any different than players when they are not performing? Again, Linda, I think that's one of those things that is a fair criticism. The most dangerous words for any business are, that's the way we've always done things. you got to adapt or die. You, you, you have to continuously be evolving in any profession, but certainly in sports, one that is a competitive performance-based business. That, I think, is a fair criticism. If that you think that for so long it seemed like the loyalty, the continuity, the patience with people on the coaching staff was a positive, now I think you could argue it's going the other way, certainly. And again, the most dangerous words for any business because that's the way we've always done things. Rod Dalla tweets and says, my question is how long are we going to be satisfied with being out of the playoffs early or depending on other teams to get in? No more, Rod. I mean, that's got to change this year. Absolutely. But they've got 13 more games to do it. That kind of brings us back to, the, I think, the original thesis of today's show. Brian tweets and says, how many times have the Steelers had a bad outing like the one they had down in Houston last week and then came out the next week and dominated? I got a feeling. Brian wouldn't surprise me. I don't know about dominated because I do think the Ravens are a good team. And if I get to my best of the West here, I might have them ranked in the top 10 teams in the NFL right now. But I could certainly see the Steelers coming out, playing really well. Defense dominates and they win, you know, 24 to 17, something like that. I could certainly see that. It would be very Steelers-like. Bill tweets and says, on Motsi's absence, is it because he's in the gym and he's getting ready to wear the black and gold jersey again? Please say yes. <laughs> I love you guys. 
I friggin' love you guys. Steel Design tweets me. Steel Design? I don't know if first time tweeter? Maybe? Welcome to the party, pal. The Houston game answers your questions on why Mike Tomlin shouldn't get a pass. Offense wasn't prepared. Defense wasn't prepared. The coaching staff was not prepared. That game should have been a win, but instead they were not competitive. Steel Design, I agree with you. I don't think anybody's getting a pass. All I'm saying is I'm not calling for Mike Tomlin's head after four games. That's it. That's the, that'll be, maybe that'll be the podcast description or title for this show when we upload it. Not calling for Mike Tomlin's head after. If, if you had to describe the show today in one sentence, it's just not calling for Mike Tomlin's head off after four games. It's not excusing anything that we saw in Houston. It's not excusing the poor performance in, against San Francisco and on the offensive side of the football against Cleveland. Herculean effort from the defense against the Browns, without a doubt. No one's getting a pass. I'm just not handing out any pink slips yet either. That's all. Last tweet today, Rudy tweets and says, my fiance's first time uh, coming to Pittsburgh when we come for a game in December. Need good date ideas. Ooh, buddy. All right. So I guess a lot of it depends on what you're looking for in terms of date ideas. A lot of good Italian restaurants, a lot of good steakhouses. You can do kind of touristy things like, like take her on the incline, take her up the Mount Washington to get the scenic view. Go eat at the Strip District. A million good breweries in Pittsburgh, if that's the thing that you're into. Follow up with me some more details, Rudy. Tweet me. I'll, I'll tweet you back uh, what you're in. You want steakhouse. You want Italian. You want touristy stuff. You want breweries. Give me a little more uh, parameters there, and I'll, and I'll color in between those lines for you. Okay, that's going to do it for today. I know I promised, and I teased, and I talked about Best of the West, and I want to be a man of my word, but I also don't want to do Best of the West in 30 seconds. So here's what I'll do for you. We'll do Best of the West tomorrow on a Thursday. How about that? We'll just repurpose it a little bit, and we'll do Best of the West tomorrow on a Thursday. I'll power rank for you my top 10 teams. Maybe we'll do a little bit. Today was a very Steeler-centric show, right? Tomlin, Canada, Pickett, State of the Franchise stuff. Maybe tomorrow we'll do a little more global NFL conversation and how some of that relates back to the Steelers as well, too, as we start to look ahead to those Baltimore Ravens. There we go. That works. Uh, Everybody, thanks so much. Love this show today. One of my favorite shows that we've done in a long time. I was hoping this was the way it was going to go, where we had some back and forth. We had a couple disagreements. We had good points made on every side, but only one or two of you called me an idiot. That was a pleasant surprise. Had a lot of fun. Let's do it again tomorrow. As always, you know where to find me. It's at high noon on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. You've been listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.